<laughs> another day, another dollar. Chopper suit convos. We back another week. Cheer, cheer. Jamal, how you feeling? Uh-huh. Hey man, I'm feeling good, man. I'm back in the gym. You know what I'm saying? Taking care of business. Feeling good, man. Just need to get some better sleep. I stay up too late. Have you been taking care of your ass curl? Uh, last few days, nah. I mean, I got it situated to where like the S curl lasts longer now, so I don't gotta like do maintenance on it like by the day. But you know, I'm gonna re up on it in a few days after I get a shape up. Yeah, you got to man, cause it's almost time for that uh genuine photo shoot. Why aren't you redoing the cover for your birthday in a couple weeks? No, and for the record, I don't have an S curl, so. But you do have, you just stamped it. You said you got to get it ready for the shape up. That's what you call, you call it an S curl, but it's not no damn S curl. It is, ladies. <laughs> don't let him trick you. I don't know why you always say that S curl. Like, <laughs> that makes me think of like the box and shit. Like the niggas would be on the box. Jamal's hairstyle heroes are Genuine and Shamar Moore. So that lets you know what he's going for. Damn, that's crazy. Now, is it Shamar Moore on Soul Train? Oh yeah, that was that was a special brother. That brother was turd. He used to be I'm, hype on that show. I wonder if Don Cornelius ever saw me and was like, "Man, what the hell happened to my show?" Yeah, because I don't think Don Cornelius was gyrating on show on the show like that. He was rocking yeah, suits. He was older though. It was he was basically a middle aged man, you know, around the youth dancing. So he was he always carried himself like you know a boss. Not that Shamar Moore did it. He just wanted to hit the dance floor, and I respected that. Was that, like, Don Cornelius's first? Is his name, like, Donald? I don't know, man. Do you? Because his name is really Don Cornelius. Like, that's, like, such a playeristic, bossed-up name. Do your Wikipedias on another time, man. Who knows if that's his real name? You're supposed to know everything, man. I thought you would have knew about Don Cornelius. But... Hey, man, his prime was in the 70s. I wasn't alive yet. My parents weren't even in America yet. You need to back off. This is oh, your true. expertise. Hey, yeah, you're right, but whatever. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> how you been, man? What's going on? What's, what's up? What's, what's oh, up? you know, I've been shaking and baking. Salute to all the love for the first episode of, you know, the podcast. Both of them, you know. A lot of people have been reaching out, wanting to be down. Everybody. It's both of ours. Yeah, this one is both of ours, but it's my company, though. It's both of ours. Yeah, it is. This one. But the other one is my solo, and the company is mine. All right, Dan Button. No, no, this isn't Dan Button. This, this is <laughs> CEO Dan coming in with the master plan. Propaganda, Dan. Pushing oh, come that on. Propag- you know that. I'm, pushing I'm always that propaganda. Pump, I got new propaganda, but for real thanks for all the love shout out to all the ladies with style and grace that love hearing my voice shout out the homies that want to be down shout out the people that i'm collaborating with on new ideas and shout out to jamal for holding it down and he's going to become the charlemagne of this network that's that's the thing i'm pushing back on all your narratives now i'll let you get your little hater narrative off on the first episode do y'all know that this man is the biggest hater I've ever met in my whole entire life since seventh grade? And he's been able to spin it into me being a hater. This man is the biggest hater. He's great at it. He, he, used, to, he used to hate on Kobe. I'm snitching. Biggest Kobe hater in the world. 
And I still, I still, I'm still on that campaign. What? You, you thought it changed? Yeah, it changed because now you're hating on LeBron now. Again. I mean, I'm not hating. I just have to downplay these guys because <laughs> the propaganda that they pump is getting ridiculous. Like I heard LeBron is about to build a museum to pump lies in there. <laughs> I'm going to go there. I'm walking down to that museum. His, a museum of himself? Yeah. You think he's going to have his, um, his, uh, FaceTime rap videos in it? I don't know, but I bet you they're not going to have his 2011 finals MVP performances. Sorry, NBA finals, because he wasn't no damn finals MVP in 2011. If he, but I digress. Go if ahead. He doesn't, if he doesn't have his uh, videos of him rapping, it, like in like a room for that, like then he just ruined the whole shit, in my opinion. He also flopped as an executive producer. You know, shout out 2 chains. That didn't work out. Hey man, LeBron created the the deluxe man. He said, "Well, he said we're gonna drop." It never these. came out though. The deluxe never came out because everyone laughed at it. He said, like, "We're gonna boy, drop." You these. didn't know that exists already. We're gonna drop these twelve tracks, and uh, when the album come out, after the album come out, we're gonna put four more tracks on it. You know what I'm saying? So LeBron, you know, shout out to LeBron creating the deluxe man. Shout but anyways, he hated on Kobe. Yeah, keep going. And hey, Kobe hated on Jay Z. Hating on Jay Z forever. Oh, I'm still, I'm still skeptical about that young man. Hating on Go ahead. Tupac. Yeah, yeah. See, I only hate on all time greats. Jamal hates on low boys that don't even <laughs> worth time. I hate on icons. That's how you're supposed to do it. I only Hating box on at the gods. Tupac, Jay Z, and Kobe. Like and what Drake. Is that? Yeah, that's a hit list of of icons. Now your Drake hating isn't that crazy to me, honestly. Yeah, because you don't really know it. But that's the thing. I I stamp everything. If I ever saw LeBron, Ramon, James Sr., I will keep the same campaign. If I ever saw Drake, the same thing. R.I.P. Kobe, I still don't know if you top 10 all the time. I'm still trying to ponder the thought. Jay-Z, no, you Jay-Z yeah, yeah you, you the GOAT because the niggas better than you died. But, I mean, and Nas is on your butt now. And Kanye can has a case, too. So, I mean... All my propagandas are still alive. Hold on. Kanye has a case for what? The GOAT. Of what? Hip hop, hip hop. Please. Nigga, please. Kanye's a legend. Hey, guys. Donda 2, I'm going to have an exclusive breakdown, extensive, on the next episode of The Last Dance. So if you guys want to hear an in-depth conversation about Donda 2, that's dropping tomorrow meaning wednesday this will probably drop tonight march 1st biden's about to give his state of union address but we're looking straight on that shout out ukraine what's that hold it down i don't know i don't know what that is you said that was the presidential smack dvd state of the union yeah man he's just coming talking to his ops letting know what he's gonna do to them then to his supporters letting them know what he might do but i mean you know it's politics so you can't really stamp what they're gonna say Oh, true. You know, but um. I mean, anyways, literally, the term "politically correct" is for them to just spew lies and not have to, you know, stand on their word. Hey, man, I don't know shit about politics. I don't look in, at politics. You know what I'm saying? How do you not know about politics when the government tried to ban you from the dark web? I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, yeah, Kanye's and Kanye's one of my top. He's like for my favorite rappers. He's in my top ten. 
for me personally, but I don't see him as like, you know, like a goat, like number one. Like he's not a top five greatest rapper, but we'll talk about that another day. Like Jay-Z is. Talking about some Kanye's on his ass. He is top five. You you even hated on us for years. Mm. Never never want to see him win. Huh? Anytime Nas would have like a bright moment, you would like dole it out and say, what oh, but this moment? and that. His last bright moment before the King's Disease run was in 2012. So what are you talking about? When did Distant Relatives come out? 2010, punk. That's a bright moment. Yeah, 2010. I was a so, freshman. I was I was a salt senior, a summer freshman year. What's your point? Yeah, no one talked down on that album. What's your point? Niggas only talk down when he drops Huff. When he's good, niggas like it. Well, like Streets Disciple? That was man, That had some moments on it. Hmm. The, the Nigger album, when did that come out? 2008. Hmm. Well, Let's you talk hate about some new stuff, man. <laughs> this guy's trapped in the 2000s. Let's talk about some new stuff. That yeet, that 21st century shit. <laughs> Look at you trying to keep up. Yeah, man. I've been listening to that joint all day, man. Shout out to his producers. Shout out to the white man stealing the black sound and making it better in its own way. Say his producers' names. It's too many. It's too many random niggas. I don't know these guys. I gotta look oh. up their credits again. Oh, true. Shout out title the the best streaming service once again pay me only one with credits if you're a music nerd and you like algorithms that are catered towards what you really like and not what Apple asked the label to hey put this brother here you're gonna get good stuff at title they even have a free service now hey once again they're not paying me yet but they should but let's look at the credits it's a lot of guys. Shout out Benji Cole, Bast or Base Charity, Super Mario. I heard of you before. Uh, Asex, Dulio, Rising. Yeah, it's just, I'm sure all of these are just white Europeans. Still in Pierre. Yo, got bands, Takedo. These ain't even Pierre beats. Pierre isn't really a rage producer. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm saying they already, he's out of here. (laughs) The rage sound is what Cardi. Found in a whole lot of red with filthy and mm-hmm. art dealer and those dudes. This ain't Pierre. Mm-hmm. Synthetic, Dream Awake, Hughes, a lot of producers, a Lil Flexer, Star Boy Rob, Matthew Gomez, Bangs, Earl on the Beats. I know you. Salute to you. Yeah, shout out Earl on the Beats. Jonah Abraham, Dulio, uh, so, okay, I'm seeing Benji Cold and Synthetic a couple times. Frankie Bash, no relation to Baby Bash? Hmm, maybe. Flanzy, Dark Boy? Watch it be a white man with that name. Oh, Filthy <laughs> does make a beat. See, I knew he pulled up. He's the dad of the sound. Why and do you think Filthy did Smooktober? Why do you think they're from Europe? Huh? You said they're, from, you, did you call them Europeans or did you say they were from Europe? Yeah, I'm guessing they're Europeans. They're infiltrating the hip hop sound because, you know, don't need to be American to have a way in producing anymore. Everything is through the Internet. And I've realized, like reading interviews in the last couple of years, that a lot of these producers are based out in Europe. They're Europeans. 
Mm. And a lot of these guys, either they actually make beats or they make stuff for producers to sample so they get production credit. Mm. But anyways, Too Alive, it is a typical Yeet project. If you've listened to the first Alive project, uh, 4L, um, the Up To Me, you know, a typical Yeet project is 20 to 22 songs, about an hour to hour, five hour, 10 minutes. And a lot of times it can get in a groove because all the beats kind of do sound similar, but the way Yeet uses auto-tune and the way he has his melodies and cadences and his lingo, this is, this is one, uh, one yeah. thing. I really respect about this white man. He yeah. has original wordplay and lingo. Yeah. I love that he calls his trucks Tonkas. I love that he calls his friends Twizzies. I love that he loves the gay little geek. I love his wordplay is flavorful, man. I, I really like it. It's not like he's a lyricist or anything like that, but he has a great understanding of melodies, flows. Yes. He knows how to use his auto-tune well. Shout Very out to saucy. engineer. Yeah, man. I'm shout out. I like the song with Thug outside, and I like Rex Got Me with Gunner. So I mean, hey, if YSL, I mean, I oh yeah, and he has Young K on the project. Yeah, so he's he's fooling with YSL heavy, but oh yeah, Ken Carson, you know, shout out to Opium Records, Cardi. Where are you? We're looking for the narcissist project. But I'm fooling with this project heavy. I think my favorite songs so far are popping yeah that intro that shit started out with a bang yeah but why does he like osama bin laden so much he mentioned him a lot and he has taliban a song called taliban on here what's up with this young man i don't know maybe i don't know i'm not even gonna say nothing but um i don't know i mean i thought this drum was pretty it was pretty dope i mean like like you said some of the songs bleed into each other and it kind of like gets a little redundant but he definitely has like a lot of like cool sounds that he plays with his melodies are pretty dope um like you said his lingo is out of this world like you know what i'm saying but i just like that he's he's to me he separated himself amongst like some of the younger rappers that are kind of like in the same lane as him like he's clearly like the new like sauce lord you know what i'm saying and um he definitely separated himself amongst like the SoundCloud sound rappers, like. But um, I mean, you know, who knows? Like, I feel like, like, where is like Trippy Red and shit like that? I think he actually might have dropped the album last year, but yeah, Trippy I don't know. Red, I feel like Yeet is kind of like he's trying to get in first place of like that lane. I definitely will listen to this like when it's like appropriate. Like you know what I'm saying? I don't really ride around and shit like this, but like when I like depending on what I'm about to do for the night or some shit, if I'm about to be around some people. I'm definitely bumping that yeet, you know what I mean? So yeah. I liked it. It wasn't bad. And, and like you said, it was like his other albums that I was listening to last year. So yeah, I mean, it's similar. He didn't do anything out of the ordinary. He has some new flows and melodies. And of course, he has some high-profile features compared to his previous projects, but it's basically the same thing, which is cool. But you know, sometimes it's like, eh, all right. What's not for name? everybody if you're yeah. 30 and up it's probably an acquired taste for you if you're young you probably gonna younger than 30 you definitely gonna fuck with it you know what i'm saying i like that he's creative he plays with his voice a lot like 
he uses his voice as an instrument like heavy but um i mean you know it's an acquired taste i feel like a lot of people don't like a lot of like black people particularly don't really like fuck with this kind of shit maybe unless they're young i could be wrong but yeah you're probably right you know what i mean like i feel like a lot of people i know besides like Derek, you know what i mean and like anthony people like that but they like won't fuck with you but i don't know i'll be seeing some girls dancing to his shit though he's jiggy i mean i'm sure those young ladies want to hop on, into tonka too on instagram i'll be seeing it like the girls would be showing off like they outfits or like dreadlocks and shit like that. They'd be having like yeet and shit like that. But I think it's probably because one of his songs went viral on TikTok. Sorry about that. So Yeah, that was the first song that blew him up. So I don't know if they really fuck with him like that. It might just be like a TikTok thing. That's true. I mean, recently he had a show or listening party in LA that got shut down because of fans trying to get in. So it looks like his profile's improving. Uh, he's managed by Zach Bia. He's like a popular uh, socialite that is cool with Drake and all, Yachty, all those guys, The weekend. So he's connected with a guy that is plugged in with the right people. Cole Bennett loves him. You know, he's stamped with Lyrical Lemonade. Shoot yeah. those videos. So he's connected with the right people. Drake fucks with him. The weekend fucks with him. So it's the right people like him. He's talented. He's a young guy. I think he's only like 20, 21. So we'll see how he goes. I think this project is solid. Popping is the first uh, song he's ever had that made the Billboard 100. So that's cool. He's making progress. And he's from Portland. So like, yo, Oregon never had a rapper that he's actually not from portland really he's from la mainly no he was born in california not really los angeles he was born in california grew up in portland and then when he got successful in music he moved to la he said he only was in portland for a few years i forgot what's the guy who used to be on no jumper the funny nigga he had yeah i watched it last year when it came out yeah he had an interview with him and he was he was kind of downplaying what's it called new generation he was downplaying his portland roots of course he has to portland is not known as a cool place but i just feel like you can like with his sound and style like he shouldn't be ashamed of portland like it kind of fits to me hey man shout out Myrta, or i don't know how to correctly say her name but she just let a lot of people know they weren't from atlanta and they're pissed so some people you know they want to be down Portland doesn't sound cool. It doesn't have a scene. So why would I want to associate myself with it? Yeah, it's too late for her to do that to Atlanta. Like, people, like you know what I mean? Like, they should have did this shit like 20 years ago. I mean, shout out to Lotto. She said, yeah, I'm not from Atlanta. I'm from Clayton County. She's right. So, I mean, some Walker people... says that too. Walker was always exactly. on Exactly. And then even a few years ago, take off. On the song, he said, I know we're not from Atlanta. Yeah, because I mean, but he sounded frustrated. When yeah, he, he was said pissed because people keep telling him that <laughs> they're from the north, remember? Yeah, they're from Gwinnett County. Nothing wrong they're, with that. They're, they're from North Atlanta. That's what they said. Well, now, now they don't say that anymore, to my knowledge. But I mean, hey, man, as a Northern Virginian from Alexandria, Lorton, I used to live in Triangle Dumfries. Hey, I'm not embarrassed to say I'm from where I'm from. So 
hey, everybody around the world, don't be embarrassed to say where you're from, man. Make it hot. Oh, yeah. Where you're from hot. And for the record, I know I'm from Virginia for those out there, but I'm also from Tennessee. But I am a VA boy it's totally because I lived in a 75804 and a 703. I can move around this bitch without a map, you know what I'm saying? But niggas, niggas are saying, oh, he's a Virginian, blah, blah, blah. I know, I know I'm a Virginian, you know what I mean? Yeah, no- you were trying to hide it last week. You and Young Buck. Nah, not me and Young Buck. Or was no. it me and Isaiah Rashad? <laughs> no, not him either. Me and uh Juicy J, me and Project Pat. Me What's and wrong Samuel with those L- guys? Me and Samuel L. Jackson. What's wrong with those brothers, though? They're cool. Me and Morgan Freeman. You know what I'm saying? Uh, me and Al Green. Don't say no uh, I mean, it's nothing wrong with Isaiah Rashad or Young Buck. Yeah, leave them alone, man. Me, me and Starlito for the real ones out there. Oh, uh, they're not real though. No, I'm saying the real ones that know about Starlito. You got to be a real one to know about Starlito. All right. Speaking of another real one who I think has done songs with Starlito before, Currency the Hot Spitter put out his what? Fourth project with Alchemist? The first Damn. one, of course, Corvo, uh, Covert Coop. Then the Carrollton joint. Then the one with uh, Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, so Continuance. Basically the sequel to Pilot Talk. I mean, no, I'm geek. Not pilot talk covert coop. I just said it. <laughs> On that cover, it has Kwame Nkrumah's statue when you know the coup started. But that's another story. For Dang, me. you had to bring that up. Yeah, that's another story. You really me. just brought that up. Nobody this. <laughs> but how did you feel about continuance? Is this the first currency project you heard since like the Freddie Gibbs one? Or um, unfortunately, yes. Actually, I probably heard another one, but I mean, once again, Currency is another rapper who's in my top 10 favorites. I'm not going to lie. I definitely I don't really listen to like his projects as much because he's but he's in my top 10 favorites because a lot of his earlier music just stamped him there because based on how much I listen to him. But I like this. I like the album a lot, though. Like, you know, what I'm saying I love that he's very consistent in like who he is as an artist. I like that he's still able to say a lot of fly shit. Like, he hasn't ran out of ways to say fly stuff. I like his growth. Like, I get to hear about him rapping about his son. You know what I mean? He's still on his car swag. I definitely like the features a lot. Like, Styles is probably my favorite feature on there. Like, he killed his his joint. Babyface Ray definitely did his thing. Wiz Khalifa, he's been being vintage weed. Uh, Wiz lately. You know what I'm saying? Like, on the um, Babyface Ray album, he, Wiz did his thing, but... He did his thing on this album too. And Alchemist, I fuck with how um Alchemist, like him being able to find like dope ass samples still. Like, you know what I mean? I just it seems like that would be a hard thing to do after all the years he's been producing. But it was cool. Some of the songs were a little sleepy, but it was a um it was a dope project. Oh yeah, I also love Larry on there too. True. Louis Baggage is my shit. Um Corvette Rally Stripes is my shit. And uh, Bodie James, he did he did pretty good too. All the features were dope. How you feel about it being a jet life connoisseur? Yeah, I wouldn't say that. I like Alchemist more than Currency, to be honest. Damn. But yeah, because Currency is not in my top ten favorite rappers list. Yeah, I can imagine. But Alchemist is in my top five favorite producers list. So I like both. Currency would probably be like in the 11 to 20 range for me but 
I forward this project. Um, no yeast, Baldy James killed his verse. It's kind of illegal, him and Alchemist. Um, <laughs> well, watching, yeah, that's great. I love the Tonight Show because of the reference of how he said uh, he is New Orleans, New Orleans version of Jay Leno. So I like the reference of the Tonight Show. That's real smooth and clever. I like Signature Move. Yeah, Louis Baggage, Endurance Runners goes crazy. Yeah, it's a great project. It's a solid follow-up to Covert Coop, which I still think might be Currency's best project. Nah, well, maybe that or Pilot Talk too. But it is cool that, you know, Alchemist was a legend in the 2000s. He kind of reinvigorated himself, not even kind of, he said it himself in an interview that Currency is the one that brought him into this generation because Covert Coop was like the first successful collab tape he did. And then since then, as soon as that happened, then that's when he started fooling with like Action Bronson, Damo Genius, uh, Genesis, Earl Sweatshirt, and all those crew of people. So it is dope that Currency and Alchemist, they still make dope music together. Like you said, a couple songs, they can get snoozy, but I think what makes Alchemist special is that he can do the modern style of just looping up a four bar sample and letting that play, or he can bring dope drums. He can have them swing certain ways. He's versatile in his production and you can hear it on the joint. And I think if I had to pick a favorite song, it would probably be Louis Baggage with Babyface Ray. And it's ironic that on the next week after this album came out, Current, I said currency. Kanye says, uh, "Uh oh." When Virgil died, they stopped buying Louis bags. And what are you doing with that ugly ass Louis bag? So <laughs> uh. it's hilarious. He's, he's shitting on Louis bags and Louis after this song came out. But overall, it's a dope project. I bought it, so you know, if I buy a project, that means I really like it. And hey. so far in 2022. The only new albums I've bought this year is Face by Babyface Ray, which we talked about last week, and Continuance. So, you know, and, and Gunner's album. No. <laughs> yeah, you did. You look, Gunner's one of your favorite rappers. No. He's not. The last project of his that I liked came out in 2019. So, mm. yeah, he's out of there for me right now. But I do like his feature on Yeats Project, which also yeah. goes into, hey, switch up your production. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> do you think um, it's, it's kind of interesting to me that Currency was like Alchemist's first successful project like in the 2010s. Do you think it's because he mainly worked with street rappers who were now old by then? Because I feel like Alchemist was, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like he was working with mainly street rappers in the 2000s and now you mentioned Domo Genesis and Earl Sweatshirt, Action Bronson, Currency like none of them are street dudes yeah but that was the beginning who are his best collaborators now Freddie Gibbs, street rapper Bully James, street rapper True. that's still True. his thing it's just that like you said in the 2000s he had rappers that he worked with, they got older so he needed a new crop of rappers so Currency brought him a new lane of rappers to work with 
So that was what it, it was. And then he had what he called the rap camp, where a lot of people would come to his studio. Schoolboy Q was one of them. He's a street Was yeah, it Matt? Matt Miller, yeah. A lot of people would go over there, uh, cool kids. They'll go, like, a lot of people would just go there, kick it, bond with each other, get better at rapping. Vince Staples used to be there, too. Like, it was a lot of homies, so it just helped him build a new network of underground artists and then shout out knowledge. He's a dope producer. He's the one that taught alchemist how to sell yourself to uh, your fans directly through things like uh, Bandcamp and all these other websites and help them realize the importance of merch and, you know, being a brand himself. And that's what I think alchemist has helped him out a lot. Cause he sells a lot of stuff. He's cool with merch. Like him and uh, Bodie James had good ideas for their Bo Jackson album that came out last year. Like they had a lot of cool merch and different unique stuff and even like baseball cards. So shout out the knowledge for Sean Alchemist, all that. And I wish I could show Zaytoven that because I feel like Zaytoven, the way Alchemist is still dope in his lane, I feel like Zaytoven can do that and should be doing it because he's still dope as a producer like but he needs the rappers yeah exactly that's what i'm saying he needs like codex salute the codex that's my favorite song on codex album the zaytoven beat which one is that uh what's it i gotta find the name i bet you i can hold on is it elite division yeah i that's crazy yeah that's crazy i like i just totally guessed that but i could just tell by the sound you can tell by the way it's like when it starts when he's kind of like mumbling and shit i could tell like okay this joint about to be like on some other shit that's crazy elite division that's a good guess yes yeah, wow. i love that song yeah it's dope zaytoven still has the sauce he still has the bounce he just mm-hmm. needs a new group of rappers because you know but kodak's an old soul though like kodak he's he reminds me of a lot of older southern rappers yeah, but he's 24 so i don't think a lot of these new rap like young rappers can like give you that sauce like that kodak was able to provide on that song like you gotta be come from a certain cloth to be able to catch that vibe a lot of these new southern rappers they like to sing and stuff all the time yeah and zaytoven has beats for that too i've heard a lot of zaytoven stuff that he just like in the studio working on this working on that. he has a lot of stuff he can do just like alchemist has a lot of beats i know zaytoven can crank he could give heat he, he could give the kids heat but it's just hey, someone has to reach out but whoever's smart out of the young crop of rappers i mean even uzi he keeps zaytoven around a little bit like he did two beats on baby pluto pluto so the the smart youth they know what to do. Call Zaytoven, kids, please. Yes, please. We need more. More Zaytiggy. Yeah, man. But like I said, Donda 2, I'm going to give an in-depth breakdown tomorrow on the Last Damn podcast, Wednesday the 2nd. What I will say, it's the most fun I've had listening to a Kanye album since graduation. You know, Kanye is my second favorite artist of all time. Future is number one. So when I heard Future was going to be the executive producer, I was like, eh, let's see what happens. But I, 
I like Yeah, it. right. Yeah, right. The combination boy. to me of uh 808s. Yeah, let's see what happens, my ass. It was a it's a combination of like 808s 2.0 mixed with what future does, mixed with alternative producers somehow stuff in there because flowers is like a house song in a way i like security that beat is like oasis sound and stuff so i like the project the features all of them do their thing except for soldier boy but i mean whatever but yeah i mean i fool with the project i want to see a track list on the producers you know this version that i heard was the version 22222 Miami. So there's going to be who knows how many other versions comes out. But I like the project. I don't know why Keep It Burning got taken down. Maybe it's sample clearances. But that song's crazy. Future goes off on that verse. Is it Sleepy? Nope. Shout the out ATL Jacob on the beat. Uh, no, I meant the album. Is the album Sleepy? Nope. I don't have to wait like five minutes before like somebody says something nope word but i mean like i said i'm gonna give it i a like listen. kanye i like this style maybe this might piss you off you might cut it off by track three so why i mean from what i heard from the uh the, the show that he did it sounded to me way better than the first donda like way better yeah it is way better but i mean and, um xxx tentacion did his thing it kind of like a r.i.p to him not just for music reasons but it sucks that um we don't like we i feel like we missed out by him and kanye not collabing as much like i feel like he could have been a a a good muse for kanye and that kind of sucks and then then i heard the migos did that like you know i mean the track that i heard from them they that was like one of the best migos songs i've heard in a long time so yeah man they did their thing on on that Sounds way better than the first one. And I think I'll it sounds more listenable. I don't even know if that's a word, but it sounds more listenable to me. Cause the first one, you know, I already you already know how I feel about that one. I mean, yeah, everyone knows how you feel about that. They're wondering what's wrong with you. <laughs> Y'all can listen to that trash all you want to. Have fun. I don't want to hear no fucking matrix music. Like what, what am I supposed to do with that shit? Like, what do you do when you listen to that? that album i don't know i feel like you sit in a room by yourself yeah. like morpheus and look at the wall like i don't you know I don't what i mean i think morpheus would listen to that i think morpheus would want something more jiggy nah why would morpheus want to be sad because he's serious and and yeah so he up tempo music for him to get hype Damn, niggas really like Donda. That's funny. I've heard stories of like niggas trying to like get their girlfriends to like it and shit. And their girlfriends really? are like, Whoa. I don't get it. Like, fuck out of here, nigga. Like, nobody want to hear this weird shit. Oh, man. That's hilarious. Now, let's go to the real topic that I want to talk about today. I was bumbling and stumbling all around in the last segments because my mind is on this nonsense. Daniel Snyder. <laughs> we are commanders. You better watch your step, boy. <laughs> Don't bring that shit to Virginia, all right? You need to stay away. Now, last week, there's rumors. Not even rumors. It's a fact. There's politicians talking about it. People have seen documents showing the areas where they're eyeing. And it's looking like the Washington football team 
Yeah, I don't care. They have a nickname now. Whatever. They're what the happens. commanders. Yeah. Take command. Yeah. Take command back away from here. Don't come to Virginia. Anyways, they're looking for a new stadium. The irony is that everyone is making it seem like this will happen in a jiffy, but their contract with um what's it called? UPS. Yeah, FedEx Field which Snyder owns the stadium, it expires in 2027. So basically, (laughs) they have five years to figure out where they're going to be playing at next. Maryland, of course, wants to keep them. The dream for Snyder is to go back to D.C. RFK Stadium is dying. It needs to be rebuilt. Um, That would be perfect for me because... It's in D.C. They're the Washington football team. Yeah. Let them play over there. It makes sense. That, and that's yes. a good location yes. for all their fans in Maryland, Virginia. You guys can drive down like you always do. Or do whatever you need to do. Yeah. Catch a metro. It don't matter. It exactly. needs to be what RFK is, period. Yeah, that's where it should be. But in case that doesn't happen, they're talking about potentially moving to Loudoun County. Hold on real quick. Who's against it being in D.C.? Like, why is that not in, like, why is that not like no question? Because some of the land around the uh, around RFK is owned by the government. So you have to. <laughs> Damn. The government has to sell you that land. Mm. And, you know, that's hard. Mm. Anyways, go ahead. My Especially bad. because it's not just about the stadium. The plan is for their next stadium to also have a 700,000 square foot stadium, of course, a new training facility, three outdoor fields, a 92,000 square foot indoor field, team offices and parking, and they want to build a mini city around it. So they want stores, restaurants, condos, bars, exactly, all kinds a of place stuff. for families. Yeah, a club, a nightclub is also being uh, you know, brought up a conference center, an amphitheater, a cinema, a resort, these type of things. Supposedly in Dumfries, they want to bring a marina out there. I mean, Dumfries has a lot of like, that's what people keep mentioning too about the Virginia move. They keep saying that if it does come to Prince William County, that like the boating services and like the boating industry is going to come up heavy. Like, I guess they expect people to take ferries to go see the game. From like national, from like Old Town National Harbor and all that shit. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't give a damn about that. Hold on, real quick. Why does he want? Why does he want two football fields outside of a stadium? Hey man, like what is he doing? Maybe he wants to host seven on seven tournaments. (laughs) I don't know. Oh yeah, true, true. Like a whole. You have to think about these type of things. Sports complex type of thing. Like um all-star games and shit. Exactly. The same reason why they would want it to be an indoor stadium so that they can have a Super Bowl, host the Final Four, have WrestleMania, have Concerts. exactly monster so, truck shit and all, yeah, all that. All of that stuff. stuff. You know, this is Virginia. You can have all that stuff and sell tickets. So you know, they're looking at Loudoun County, which would be in the Sterling area. And then, of course, the two, one in Woodbridge, one in Dumfries. Right now, I am in Dumfries, and I don't want that nonsense around, okay? 
Why not? That's your favorite team. And when I was like 15. Yeah, right. When you yeah. was like, nah, it, it lasted all the way until college. Don't lie. Nah. I was a Redskins friend from 1999 until 2007. Then Sean Taylor got killed. And then I didn't care about the team until 2012 when RG3 was drafted. And then that only lasted two seasons. And then by 2013, I was done for life. Yeah, now you I, coming? I, I didn't you watch coming back? on football. I didn't watch Donovan McNabb. <laughs> you coming back? You coming back, man? No, I got man. pictures of you. I got pictures of you in your flag and your colors. Throwing, exactly, throwing up the game. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I was a child. Just like shout out to Crip Mac. I mean, he did some stuff as a child. He had to get disciplined, but he learned his lesson. Me, I did stupid stuff as a child, like support the Redskins, but no more. <laughs> At least you admit it. Like all you Redskins fans, all right. This is when the hate, you know what I'm saying? This is where this is when it comes out of me. Yeah, bring it out. Come on. You're the biggest hater. Let them know. I just want to say that I'm actually kind of proud of Dan Snyder a little bit. I never expected him to be able to outdo himself. You know, he's already ran your team into the ground. Um, disrespected like your greatest player ever. And is it to me, him coming to uh, Virginia potentially is just thinning out his fan base more than he ever has. Like my dream is actually about to come true of actually seeing Redskins fans turn to Ravens fans. You know, if he comes to happen, if he could, well, not on the Virginia side, but if he comes to Virginia, people in Maryland are out of here. I've heard a lot of, I heard it a lot, seen it on Twitter, saw it on, or listened to it about it on one Oh six, seven, the fan. All the Marylanders are leaving and they're going to the Ravens if he comes to Virginia. I think I don't think he minds that because he's been focusing on Virginia for a long time because based on the numbers, the majority of their fans live in Virginia, just on you know, population. And yeah. there's a reason why the headquarters has been in Ashburn. There's a reason why they moved training camp to Richmond. He's always been focusing on getting that Virginia money. So I don't think he'll mind it. That's why the areas they're looking at are all in Virginia, mostly Loudoun County, Prince William. And then they're even looking at potentially in Alexandria, too. So, like, I don't really think he minds about uh, losing the Maryland fans because he knows Virginians have more money and there's more of them to spend money. Which is so disrespectful. Like, that's just it's just crazy that you fans. I mean. You guys are fans. What are you? What are y'all supposed to do? And a lot of y'all were fans, or your parents were fans before that loser became your owner. But it's just like it's crazy how he spits in the like the Redskins fans' faces. Like, I mean, you're not supposed to say that word anymore. Nigga, they're the Red, the Redskins. Goddamn it! Racist, I don't know what the hell. Racist, yeah, whatever, whatever. I'm not just. I'm there's no I mean, I don't know if I, if you're a Native American, you're listening to this. I apologize. I'm talking about a football team. But yeah, like to me, Skins fans, even though I made that is a racial slur and they had to change the name for that reason. Skins fans, to me, even though I made fun of you guys my whole life. Um, You guys are like the most loyal fans I've ever seen, even when your team sucks and you guys have like no stars or no like real NFL players on it. You guys still actually think you can go to the playoffs and get to the Super Bowl. Like, it was crazy for me to see. Like, it was like, in, it was, I enjoyed it. Like, talking to Skins fans and listening to them tell me how Reed Dowdy is, like, good and 
You know what I'm saying? Like Marcus Washington wasn't that bad, but he wasn't no T Sizzle or nothing like that. Y'all, y'all like Marcus Washington, like he was T Sizzle or somebody. So it's just unfortunate that you guys have had to have an owner like this. Like I actually truly feel bad for you guys. And um, I just think that it's good. I think it's good that he's, you know, on this team for nah, bro. That's that's fucked up. No, nobody deserves this. What do you nobody mean? Nobody deserves right? this. It's just sports. Who cares? This is not nope. real life. The real life that he's doing is the sexual assault, sexual harassment, all that nasty stuff. That's real life. Very true. The reason why he still gets to own a team is because all the owners are nasty. So that is why uh, the Washington football team, they've lost a lot of fans. I think they were 31st in attendance this past season. So then the interest locally has gone down. No one cares about them. That's why people talking about, oh, they moved to Virginia. I ain't going to the games. Nobody went to the games <laughs> last year. So people who cares? Said, people said they're going to call them the Virginia Commanders. And they and then they said DC, DC needs to have its own, like, expansion team. I mean, DC has a team. It's called the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> True. What do you mean? They already have a squad. The DC Defenders. Do they still play arena football? No. But also, I feel like it would be a dumb idea to put your stadium in Prince William County. Like, considering the fact that, like, Route 1 and 95 are parallel to each other. You can, like, only go north and south. So, I just feel like traffic will be, like, ten times worse than it is. And, like, you have the water. You have the water on the east. So that's like a wall. So everything's going to have to be like and crammed against the water. Like, that's just not a good idea. I feel like Loudoun would be a better location because it's more farmland and it's more spread out. Come from their headquarters is already in Ashburn. Come from different directions. So I just don't understand. Like, the Woodbridge shit is fake to me. The Alexandria shit is definitely fake. Like, it's like when he would pretend like he was going to name them the Red Wolves. He knew they were going to be commanders. As soon as he changed them to the football team. He never said he they were going to be called the Red Wolves. That's what the fans wanted. They just they wanted to be red again badly. But he knew they were going to be commanders when he went to the football team. Like he are like the poll was just like a joke. He already had the commanders as their name when he did the poll. Like, hey, what do you guys want? Even though I'm going to call y'all commanders. Like, what the fuck is a commander? The military. Let's and police. And police. Yeah, shout out to the police. We need police in our lives. I mean, I'm not saying I don't hate police shit. I'm just saying, like, a commander? Like, what the fuck is that? A commander is one in an official position of command or control, such as commanding officer, the presiding officer of a society or organization. In a sentence, a commissioned officer in the Navy or Coast Guard ranking above a lieutenant commander and below a captain. Wow, not even a captain. Damn. Can't even rock Captain Crunch uh, gear at the game. Man, you could. No one really cares about being technical. Damn, so you think people are going to be having the Michael Jackson Captain Crunch jackets at the game, but burgundy and gold? I mean, according to the NBA, I said NBA, <laughs> according to the NFL attendance, ain't much people going to be there anyway. So, Because the chief, the chief was swagged up. Who? He pulled the chief, the black dude. Oh well, you know, R.I.P. So I feel bad for him. He was him and um Clipper Darrow. Why do you like, feel bad for Chief Z? He saw them win three Super Bowls because he had to 
grow get older and see them trade away Champ Bailey for Clint Portis. Yeah, but I mean, the Washington organization has been poo for the majority of his existence. It only had a, like a nice decade run in the 80s and then a little nice run in the 70s. But mostly they've been poo. So if you're Chief Z's age, you know that already. Mm. My dad came to America and saw them win two Super Bowls. They got their fun. So I don't think they mind the poo-poo stuff. That's why they're able to look straight because they at least got to see cool stuff. People like me, uh, our buddy Anthony, that quit the organization because we never saw anything cool. The coolest player we ever had got killed. So that's why people like us left. But the older people, I think they're good. They love it. Shout out to our homie Donnell. He's the yeah. biggest commanders fan i know he's how come he died. hasn't how come he hasn't left <laughs> because he loves that sport with his heart and he loves with his team. heart yeah he does shout out donnell man yeah, shout man. out <laughs> he wants it to be in dumfries because you know he goes to church in the area so you can go to church and then go to tailgate fast but please don't bring that team over here i wanted to stay in dc or go back to dc excuse me and stay in. don't come here we don't think, need that traffic. We don't need that loser vibe. We don't need those colors around here, mustard and ketchup looking ass. You don't want to see every uh, opposing team's fans in your in your city? I mean, that doesn't matter to me. I grew up around everybody that had supported other teams. So that's nothing new. Like I said, this area has bad sports teams. That's why the majority of the people that I grew up with do not support them. I know I have friends that are San Antonio Spurs fans, Lakers fans, Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans, Eagles fans, Titans fans. fans. I know a, I know a black Broncos. I know yeah, a black I, I know a few Broncos fans. I know Dolphins fans. I know a lot of guys. I have yeah. buddies that are Chargers fans. D'Lo, D'Lo is a Broncos. Yeah, there's a couple of them. There's a few. <laughs> I know Shout out D'Lo. Yeah. I know homies that are Steelers fans, so that's nothing new. Like, this area is for losing for sports. Nothing tight ever happens. Shout nah. Hey, hey, hey. Too. Hey, wait a minute there, R.I.P. Len Bias. He got Wait a minute. That's wait a minute. Wait a minute, Bucko. Well, the Capitals, the Capitals and the Nationals won Man, championships. Who cares about that? No one cares about that. And the Mystics. The Mystics yeah. won, too. Salute to those sisters. But we talking about sports that, black that bring in watch. big revenue and that black people care about. Sorry. Black people care about baseball. Yeah. What what century were they born in? Uh, I don't know what the, what century that was. Was that uh, the 20th? How many black people do you know care about baseball that you speak to? Actually, you know, I've never met a diehard Wizards fan in my life. Exactly. Because it doesn't exist. It's a myth. So I'm saying this area is not good for sports. So there is no real fans except for those Nationals and Capitals fans. Those are real. And before, they were Orioles fans. That's the real home team, for real, when it comes to baseball. Uh, I don't know, because I you remember don't... growing up in this area, a lot of people fooled with the Yankees and Red Sox, too, because the wow. Orioles would lose a lot. So I'm saying this area is about losing. Oh, yeah, the Orioles are still <laughs> trash, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Kyle Ripken was taking L's? Yeah, he was a big L. What World Series did he win? The big L. <laughs> yeah. 
They act like he was the Don when we were younger. Yeah, he was the Don because he's a Hall of Fame baseball player. Dang, he's a big Ellie. Ovechkin was almost a big Ellie, too. Yeah, he finally got his ring. Salute to him. So, I mean, hey, shout out Juan Soto. I might watch the Nationals this year. But they going through, you know, lockout issues in baseball. Yes, perfect. I hope they have to not have seasons for two years at least. Them niggas in the, don't in the MLB, they need to be punished. Yeah, commanders don't come to VA. Who's your quarterback? You don't have one. Nope, they don't have nothing. They all McLaurin is the most NFL real player that they have on their team. Everybody else should be like in another football league, like arena football or some shit. <laughs> everybody, everybody. Chase Young, until you leave the commanders, nothing to me. You like shout out Brandon Sheriff. He's leaving soon. And no disrespect to Chase Young. No disrespect to Chase Young, but I'm telling you, he's going to be nothing. Like, Ryan Kerrigan would have had a better career somewhere else. Iraq Poe would have had a better career somewhere else. Chase Young is going to just be another one of them, unfortunately. I think, though, who would you say Iraq Poe and who? Kerrigan. Kerrigan. Kerrigan would have had a better career somewhere, somewhere else. I mean, he might have not been, like, no super Hall of Famer, but he probably would have had, like, meaningful moments in the playoffs and shit if he played on another team. Yeah, he had a couple sacks for the Eagle, uh, for the Eagles in the playoffs against the Bucks, and that was when he was old too. So he would have had a way better career on another team. And the crazy thing is, I used to be able to at least name like at least ten. I can't even call them commanders. Like ten commanders players. All I know is Terry McLaurin, uh, Chase Young. I only know about Heineke because he went to ODU. And that's about it. Kyle, Kyle Allen. And then they're talking about bringing more quarterbacks to come get RIP. Because didn't Alex Smith get RIP with the skins? Yeah. And then Fitzpatrick got RIP. One comeback player of the year, too, though. So that's nice. Then Fitzpatrick just got RIP. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. He got swan time bombed. But, but by the end of the year, he was, you know, at the Bills playoff game with no shirt having fun. So And they keep it they keep pretending like Russell and Aaron would even consider coming here. They would not. Who wants to associate themselves with Daniel Snyder, Ron Rivera, and uh Scott Turner, offensive coordinator, North Turner's son? No thanks. I was gonna ask if that's who it was. Yeah. And he think oh, he's Shanahan is alive in the NFL. He think he calls Shanahan. Isn't oh, Jack Del real? Isn't Jack Jack Del Rio with them? Yeah, he's their defensive coordinator. That nigga been in the NFL forever. Is that the homie that I was wearing the leather jackets that one time and you wanted one? He was rocking suits on the sideline in the 2000s. What why was he doing that? Did he was trying to uh he was trying to be like he was trying to be like Big Vince Lombardi in them. Restore the feeling. Yeah, well. And this this was this is when David Garrard was the hat king too. Whoa, so he was trying to keep up. That's what that was. Yeah, that's what I think it was. Hey, man, but Washington football team, you're a disgrace to the area. You are supposed to be the symbol because we know football is the most popular sport in America by far. So that is the Washington football team are the most popular team in the area, but they're just wastemen, so... And their jerseys all suck. Those black jerseys are trash. Stop tricking yourself and thinking that they're good just because they're black. The numbers look stupid. They look like fake 
Steelers jerseys. They have a dumb W on the front. Who puts a symbol on the on their forehead in football? You know why they put that stupid ass symbol there? Because if they put a yellow stripe there, it's gonna look too much like the fucking Steelers. That's why. The fucking numbers have holes in them. Every number has like little dots on it and shit. It looks like stupid military stencil. Those jerseys are trash, especially the white ones. The burgundy ones are just horrible. If you're going to do some black and burgundy shit, you should look do it how the Cavs do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't make the numbers yellow. Make the numbers burgundy with a yellow outline. You know what I'm saying? Or look at Florida State when they go to the dark burgundy shit. They have black jerseys with burgundy. They know how to do it. I'm just saying, and a lot of people tell me, like, dog, we're so mad about them being called commanders that we don't even care about the jerseys. Or, like, we're so mad about them being called commanders. Like, the jerseys is, like, the only kind of upside. But I'm just pissed that they had two years to roll out new uniforms, and they gave them high school jerseys. Like, to me... Blame Nike. These This set of jerseys is some of the worst jerseys in all of sports. Hey man, right I've had conversations with our buddy Cletus about this before, about how Nike's jerseys are just not fresh in certain sports, man. So shout out Nike, they make huff. So hey we, man, the Jets shit's better than uh these. Okay. And their jerseys are kind of stinky. Hey man. The Browns have better uniforms than the commanders to me. Hey, right. commanders have the worst jerseys in the league. Those that those the numbers on them burgundy joints are horrible. Like you had two years. Hey, man. Even the Falcons' stupid ass jerseys look better than the Commanders' jerseys. Hey man, shout out Nike, man, making that hub for America's best. I'm not even a Commanders fan, and I'm pissed about those fucking jerseys. <laughs> Fuck is that about? And then the white jerseys have like some gradient shit going on in the numbers, and then like the red is different, and it's just like, what the fuck is this? These niggas put a W on their foreheads. <laughs> yeah, they want to be winners badly. And then the W sucks. Oh. Like, that looks like some shit that you can get off paint. Or like Microsoft Word. You know how you can Maybe get like that's different... what Nike uses to design uniforms. You can get that, you know, like Microsoft like Word, you can use like different fonts. Like, and they don't have like a, a real logo. They just gave them a very basic W. And then they got the years wrong on the crest. It's just like how can anybody still be a fan? Like, are you serious? Like, fandom means it's for fanatics. So you're not supposed to be a logical person if you're a fanatic. That's why you don't support any sports teams. You don't have time for that. I'm for a Titan. loyalty. I'm a Titans fan. No, you're not. You don't give a fuck about that organization. Yes, I do. I'm just still mad that Philip Rivers didn't come. And I want Aaron Rodgers to come or Matt Ryan because Tannehill needs to get the fuck out of there. What are you trying to what are you trying to prove? <laughs> You're not a Titans fan. Take it easy, bro. I am a Titans fan ever since the days of Javon Curse, oh Steve Mc, Steve McNair, Eddie George, Keith Bullock. I think that's what his name this was. Guy, yeah, I think, yeah, I think, right? <laughs> I think you're a captain right now. Just take Frank, it easy, man. Hey man, I'm a Titans fan, man. You're not. Just take it easy. And a Ravens fan. Uh, see, that's how you know he's not a sports fan. He doesn't have any He supported ops. Those, those teams hate each other. Yep, but they're merged together through me. 
Eddie George said he thought he he was ready. No, Eddie George wanted to die on the pitch, on the field. See, I'm confused with sports. He wanted to die on the field going against Ray Lewis. Yeah, because he thought he was going to die going against Ray Lewis. Nigga fucking got scared to catch the ball. Whoops, whoops, whoops. Ray Lewis snatched that shit for a touchdown. Knocked the ass out the playoffs. Yeah, I remember that game. Good old days. That was great football, man. The good old days when CTE was more frequent in the league. Oh, man, but stop acting like you support a football team. You don't want to do that to yourself. I'm just joking. I'm not a Titans fan. I'm a Ravens fan. Yeah, he doesn't have a sports team. I'm a Ravens fan, man. He's a gentleman. He doesn't even... No, I will give him credit. He he talks about VCU sometimes, so he salutes his alma mater. But when hey, it man, I rock with the Spartans, man. Teams, I rock with the I Spartans. Green and gold. Behold. I'm a Spartan, man. Yeah, USC Spartan. I just sent you Jack Del Rio's fit. Nah, man. Didn't I'm it look like State. USC, though? I'm a Norfolk. Hell no, they don't look like US. Their I'm shit's saying, better. doesn't it look like fake USC? It looks like horrible USC, horrible Arizona State. Like I can give you so many burgundy and gold <laughs> examples that did it better. Like these numbers and the font. Like oh, it says commanders. It says commanders across the chest with a little line under it. And the letters, the font is trash. The burgundy is trash. They have yellow numbers with a white outline. Hater. Yellow numbers with the white outline. The white numbers with the yellow outline looks better. Just like I said, the burgundy with the yellow would look better. You don't fucking do yellow with the white. To the jerseys, man. He said I'm the biggest hater, man. Hey, man, it's not. Hey, that's not hate. Let's talk about something positive before we end this podcast, man. We were all over the place. Let's let's talk about something nice. You said you have a favorite sports teams. We know that's a lie. Talk about your favorite rappers before we go, man. Tell us, get us into the mind of DJ 8-Ball Mall, the DJ that doesn't listen to music. What do That's you not like? true. I listen to music all the time. Don't listen to him. He's lying. Anyways, favorite rappers, like, throughout my life or, like, last 10 years? Oh, you can go currently. We don't have to go back in the day right now. You can go currently. All right. So... Some of my favorite rappers, I would say, since 2012, I guess. Well, I'm going to just go from 2010 to now. Just but, go um, your favorite rappers that are still active. Hmm. People that still have put... Rappers that you like that have put out a project in the last year or two. Because, you know, we don't like dealing with ghosts that put out music once every decade. I'm about to say Gucci's not a ghost, but anyways uh future is one of my favorite rappers of the last few years you know what i'm saying he's one of my favorite rappers ever period um four two doug definitely been rocking with him heavy um there's a rapper out of oakland named all black i'm sure most people probably never heard of most people might not like it it depends on your taste he's an acquired taste but i rock with all black heavy um i swear vezo that's my nigga i fuck with him benny the butcher's dope um, I'm waiting on Travis to come back. Hmm. Payroll Giovanni out of Detroit is definitely one of my favorite rappers. If you like hearing about bossing your life up, getting money, and just gravitating to another level, you'll definitely like Payroll, and he raps on smooth beats. Uh, Uzi was definitely one of my favorite rappers of the last few years. You said it was. What happened? Well, he just had, he don't drop that much. He don't drop that consistently. I'm like, I feel like 
I mean, he put out two projects in 2020. Yeah, it's 2022 now. Yeah, he gave you two projects so you can enjoy them for 2021, and then he should drop again this year. And I liked his last album. It was dope, to me at least. And Pluto, Baby Pluto is dope too. But um, wow, you turned your you turn your opinion on that. That's nice. Yeah, I did actually. It's not a bad uh, project at all, and it actually probably is better than World on Drugs. Yeah, it's more consistent. Yeah, World on Drugs has a lot of throwaways that I didn't need. Yeah, man. R.I.P. Juice World though, you were special. But yeah, I would definitely say Uzi Future, Four Two Dog, Icewear Vezo are some of my favorites right now, to be honest with you. Benny, I like Benny the Butcher a lot. Yeah, that is your brother. Um, I don't know, man. The last few years, I mean, I, it might just be a me becoming washed in 30, but you know what I mean? It's harder for a rapper to become like a favorite of mine at this stage of my life. You know what I mean? I've already absorbed so much. I'm an old dog. Like, can't teach me new tricks. You know what I'm saying? So it's harder for me to say like favorite in the last few years. So what about you? Propaganda? Oh, come on, man. Future, Kanye. My OGs are still working. Nas, uh, Pusha T, uh, Babyface Ray. You know he's up there. I'm waiting for the Freddie Gibbs album, Soul Sold Separately, coming out. I could have guessed, guessed that one. Looking forward to that one. Who else do I really like? Playboy Cardi. That's my fool. That's my young nigga rapper. I fuck with Playboy Cardi. Heavy. I like Mac Hami. Shout out Lancey Fo. That's my brother. Lancey's a dog. Shout out Genesis Ousu. He's coming up. I'm shout out Los. You know. Los. Yeah, man. Oh, from Detroit. Yep. Actually, talking about the one from Baltimore. No, of course not. <laughs> Don't you think he can rap though? Never heard of him. Shout Damn. out Free Greedo. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's your that's your brother right there. King Los, right? That guy? Yeah. Yeah, I never heard him rap. Oh, all the lyrical. I just lyrical know who people. he is because he got made fun of last year on Clubhouse. Damn. Yeah, he did. I think Dreezy like dissed him. Like they were like, he was talking about how he was like a great rapper and stuff. And then they were like, Oh, who do you want to battle? You want to battle whoop de whoop? And I guess the person he wanted to battle wasn't interested because he's like, who's King Los? So then they bothered Dreezy and Dreezy was like on vacation somewhere. And then she pulled up, said some funny bars, dissed them, and then they all siced it. So shout out to King Los, man. Damn, that sucks. You got all that talent and all that lyrical miracle shit just for somebody to say, niggas hating on me, call him Joe Budden, and people think it's good. Yeah. Simplicity is key. All the wordplay is cool, but I mean, sometimes if you can say something in eight words, it's better than saying it in. <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's the that's why, quote unquote, simple music wins. That's why Jay Z said he had to dumb down his lyrics and double up his dollars. All that fast rap shit wasn't gonna get played at functions. You better do that hard knock life, boy, and slow it down. Oh, yeah. Not to cut you off, but I remember you um asked me who are some rappers I'm looking forward to. I'm definitely looking forward to Pusha's joint. I'm only saying that because you just mentioned Pusha. I'm looking forward to his album very much. 
Yeah, me too. Whenever it drops, because this guy is starting to bother me. Push your teeth, put out the album, man. Or do you have to get out the way because of Donda 2 and all its updates? And because it, if you do, then that sucks. Because Donda 2 is basically, you know, Kanye treats his music like software updates. So who knows how long he's going to do stuff for? Like he was recently in a studio with Beach House. They're a popular underground like band. Um, he was in the studio with. Uh, Jamie Foxx again recently. He's still working. So, do you think that means that uh, he's out of touch or washed that he has to like put his album out and get people's opinions and then go back and fix it? Uh, this is an experiment he's been doing since Yeezus. Yeezus is the first album I ever bought on Apple Music because from when I bought the CD in June to I believe when I bought the iTunes version, like in December, he made different changes. So once that, once music became only online and it wasn't about the physical copy, then you can always work on music forever. So someone that is a perfectionist like Kanye, he never has to stop working. In the past, he would have to when music was pressed to CD and vinyl. But now that all music lives online, you can do whatever you want. So the first time he tried it was Yeezus. Then of course, the life of Pablo was when he took it to the next level and crowdsourcing, oh, do you guys like this? People were mad at Wolves. What he changed it to, he said, I'm gonna fix it. Added songs, took off songs. As a person that liked Kanye for his albums in the 2000s yeah it's kind of whack now because it's like yo this dude used to be a perfectionist now he's just putting shit out and let's see how it goes like down to two it's like for me another reason why i really like it is that you hear it is a work in progress the features they finish their verses the producers are finished but kanye on a few songs he doesn't have lyrics there. He does mumbles. He has melodies, like, but it still sounds cool. But it's like, damn, this brother, who knows? Who knows? This nigga is trying to is he trying to do stuff, but it also works that yeah, I'm selling a stem player. A stem player is about showing people, hey, you can like this song, this part of the song, emphasize it, take this part down. So for the interactive experience of a stem player it does kind of seem cool. Like, all right, I get a unfinished album and I get to fool around and customize it in my way. So Kanye isn't making conventional albums anymore. He's selling things. So I can't evaluate Donda 2 like how I could graduation because it's not the same thing. He's literally selling his album through a stem player. So I get why an album might be like that because like I said, he treats his music like software now. So <laughs> you can buy the stem player. You go on stemplayer.com, upload it. You can get this version, this version, you get down to one. So it's like, you can customize it. So I guess for that experience, it's probably cool. But if you're looking for a finished album, it's not that, but I still bump it like it is a finished album. I've been riding around listening to it since Saturday. Dang. 
That's crazy. Yeah, man. This nigga's really literally mumbling reference tracks. Mm-hmm. And I'm still loving it. Because mm. on the songs, it's funny. Like, some parts he mumbles, then other stuff. Other parts of the song, he'll say stuff. I like, like, Future on Happy. He raps for, like, two and a half minutes. And then Kanye comes out of nowhere. Do I look happy? I'm like, whoa. Oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. I, I like that, that joint, though. Because I'm like, dang, Future was going crazy. Yeah, Future went off on that joint. But, um... Once again, thanks to people like you. I can't wait to hear what Kanye's music sounds like in like five years from now. It's going to be even worse because you guys like that shit that he's putting out now. Five years from now, Kanye will be 49. He's not going to be, be interesting. Done. Yeah, if he's still there, I don't know if he'll be doing music by then. But if he does, I'll listen. I want to see what it's like. That shit's about to be crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, he turns 45 in June. So, I mean... This is interesting. Yeah. But Donnie that is, is that is a true thing. I do need to like kind of consider that he's an old man now. <laughs> yeah. But all right, like, man. We, yeah. I think we gotta cut it off. This is almost double the last episode. Yeah, it's man. Probably- I'm gonna I'm have your commander's jersey to you probably by Friday. All right, and I'm gonna I'm gonna send it right to Ghana, man. Let a young African have something nice to wear. Let me get you the uh, I'm gonna send you the white joint. Yeah, and I'm going to send it to Ghana. Or I can can take a nigga to Haiti. Those jerseys is trash, y'all. If you lying to yourself, pretending like you like them, there's something wrong with you. And that's why Daniel Snyder is going to keep abusing you the way he does. Well, I don't even want to say that word next to him. You know, yeah. Let me chill. Let me chill. (laughs) And this nigga, everything about this guy is offensive. And Doug Williams. I I wonder how much they're paying that nigga for to him to cap the cap the way he does donnell told me he was a secretary <laughs> secretary of what cap you know i think he's like the general manager jason wright who doesn't uh you know make any moves in football personnel i think he's like his secretary so santana must be pulling up still good for him hey man oh. everybody needs checks bro all the I don't know, it's just weird. People who be like like Santana and like Clinton Portis and like Wale, they still be rocking with them. Like, like I don't Clint understand. Portis in jail now for insurance fraud. Hey, 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 leave Clinton Portis alone. Shout out Clinton Portis. He's the only red jersey I ever had of a player that I got. And I think one time I got I I got a Sean Springs jersey from uh Osei's little brother Antwi. Who is a Buccaneers fan? Shout out to you, Twee. But uh, yeah, shout out Clint Portis because you know he went to Miami, so I like them. But yeah, he didn't really do much for the team except wear funny costumes. He made a couple Pro Bowls, but I mean, it is. He fell down after five yards. When I was a kid, yep. um, when I was a kid, my dad lost a bet. This is when we used to be in Maryland all the time. My dad lost a bet, and we went to like a. Uh, it was Sunday. We went to a game, and my dad. And I realized I was in on the bet because I was wondering, why the fuck did he buy me a... I don't even know who this nigga was. His last name was Allen. He was a Redskins running back, I think. Yeah, shout out Terry Allen. Yeah. Me and my dad pulled up to the joint with Terry Allen jerseys. That's tight. And I realized, you know, my dad's a Cowboys fan. Yeah, one of the realest. Shout out Mr. Griffin. And obviously I found out later it's because he lost the bet, but I was confused about that. 
throughout my life. Like, why did we do that? Tell me he lost a bet. So I don't appreciate that. Shout out Terry Allen in 1996. He made the Pro Bowl and led the league with 21 rushing touchdowns. Mm, Whatever. Well, that's good. You lead the league in rushing touchdowns. That's impressive. Yeah. Then what happened to him? Injuries. (laughs) After you have 347 carries and 21 touchdowns, injuries happened and he was never the same. Was he drafted by the Washington team? No, he was drafted by Minnesota. Mm. In his third season, he missed the whole year. So, yeah, he was kind of geeked from... And the, and their legends stink, too. Like, <laughs> Art Monk, get out of here. No one even hear about no damn Art Monk. What about John Riggins, the Diesel? Get out of here. I thought he was like something. Was it? I thought they called him like... It's the Diesel? I thought it was like the truck or some shit. Nah, like he's another, the Diesel. I thought it was like another name. I thought he was the diesel. truck. <laughs> Don't they do like a, a truck sound when he runs? Yeah, he was the diesel before Shaq. Didn't he have that Larry Zonka face mask? I don't know. Yeah, Larry Zonka's the real version of him. He's the Tonka truck. He's a Tonka. Shout out Yeet. Once again, a Tonka. Yeah, Tonka's better than diesel. But a Tonka's a toy truck. It's not real. Whatever. Anyways. (laughs) The legend. What about Joe Theismann? He won an MVP before. Got his leg snapped in half on TV. I mean, by a guy that was on cocaine. I mean, that's not fair. BA legend, too. Yeah, yeah, 757 done. I mean, Joe Thosman, nobody cares about him. He's not Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, because he didn't win four Super Bowls. He's not Boomer Esiason. He's not Troy Aikman. He is better than Boomer Esiason, I think. Or maybe Boomer Esiason won an MVP, too. The 80s was weird, man. I think Boomer Esiason actually did win an MVP. Let me look it up. Let me see if my football knowledge is real. Yep, he did. 1988 MVP. <laughs> Damn, oh, he so went to college at Maryland. That's nice. So Joe Theismann won an MVP? Yep. Can you believe it? That's crazy. Yeah, Boomer Esiason won an MVP. Can you believe it? Yeah, because his profile is much better than Joe Theismann's. Why? Nobody cares about Joe Theismann. And I went to Joe Theismann's restaurant and had some of the worst gumbo I ever had in my life. I mean, you want white man gumbo, that's all you, W. Shit was crazy. <laughs> the shit was dark brown. I was like, what the fuck is this? That's when I learned about Caucasian gumbo. I was like, what the hell is this? The shit was like gravy. With like, it was like shrimp and gravy. Yeah, I ate, I ate, uh, I ate Huff uh, Barbecue in Memphis, some white barbecue. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean, looking at this, it looks like Joe Theismann's MVP stats are actually better than Boomer Esiason's MVP stats. Still not a cool quarterback. What about Mark Murphy? They have the only they have the only kicker to win the MVP. Yeah, their legends suck. A kicker, a white fullback, a slow, (laughs) slow receiver, a black dude who got lucky and got to start one time. (laughs) Never started ever again. He did, but he was just huff after that again. And then in the nineties, I don't even do they. Who's the best player of the of the nineties for them? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't know. I really, uh, who's well, the best player? But besides Sean Taylor, who's the best player of the two thousands? Uh, maybe like London Fletcher. <laughs> I like London Fletcher though, so I'm not gonna say nothing. Well, you laughed because his name is London. What, what's wrong with that? 
No, it was just funny. London Fletcher, he was old. And Four like, Pro Bowls. Oh, he has a ring. How do you do that? I think with the Rams. Oh, yeah, you're right. London Fletcher, there's no there's no slander towards him for me. He only made four Pro Bowls in his career, and that was all with Washington from 34 to 37. So he was hey, calling this old man. On Madden, he had the uh, best tackle rating for a minute. Yeah, he was nice. But, uh, Dan, you laughed at that. London Fletcher. Old, well, he played until 2012. I don't even remember him there. An no. old linebacker was the best player you guys got to watch, man. Just <laughs> just give up. Give up what on the I, team. I did give up. I gave up 10 years ago. No, I'm talking to the rest of the loonies out there that don't want to give up. Just give up, man. Like, aren't you Shout tired out to of... Green. Oh, yeah. Oh, He's yeah. the best legend they have. Yeah, he is. He is. And it's a cornerback. Yeah, I have no Daryl Green slander to offer. And I'm sorry about the Art Monk slander. He just seems like a whack Jerry Rice. Nah, don't, don't say that. Stand by it. He just seems like a whack Jerry Rice. I know he had legendary camps, though. I've seen them Art Monk shirts all the time when I was younger. But, yeah, Art Monk, like, come on, man. Like, He led the league in receptions once with 106. Sterling Sharp was better than him. Of course. No swag. No swag to watch. And he has a nice mustache. I'm only wearing a mustache right now, too. So shout out our monk. And I, I have a, well, yeah, I guess I can end it right here. <laughs> yeah, you should. You just said he has a nice mustache. I think this is perfect. Yeah. And one time when I worked at uh, River Creek, Maybe we'll talk about this one day, but Jamal and I used to be thugging on overnight security graveyard shifting. But one time I was at River Creek and there was this one dude coming to work at the country club and we were talking about sports. So, you know, he talks about the football team and this is a white guy, mind you. He talks about back in the days he used to do construction at the, you know, the football team facility during training camp he goes to use the bathroom and he said <laughs> he said he seen our monk's meat and it was massive <laughs> whoa what is what's going on with this conversation first you said he has a nice mustache and now you're talking about that like what the hell is happening hey man that's the story i got about our monk shout out to that white man who told weren't me. they wasn't he a part of some shit called like the triplets or something they were pretending like there was two other good <laughs> receivers that they had now, the triplets are the Dallas Cowboys. I think they called, I don't know what the name of their wide receiving core was, but it was him, Ricky Sanders, and uh, Gary Clark. I think they called them the Fun Bunch, or was that? Oh, my fun? God. <laughs> the Fun well, Bunch. that good? You guys. And then you guys oh, have it a is. stupid. Yeah, it is. The Fun Bunch were the wide receivers and tight ends of the Washington Slurs in the 1980s. Then you guys have a stupid fight song. I'm so happy that fight song is gone. Well, in, in, in the fun bunch, there was a subgroup called the Smurfs because they had little wide receivers. Dogs. So this is on the same team? <laughs> yeah. And then you guys had to like a halfback and, and then Chris the, Cooley. And, the, and then uh, he was a tight end. And then, um, and then uh, they had the, what's the name of the offensive line? The Hogs? Yeah. I don't really have no Hogs hate, really. That sounds kind of cool. Whoa, you like pigs? Oh, yeah, you do eat bacon. Yep. Now, that's where we're going to end it right there, man. Get off. Yeah, whatever. Get you off said Art Monk has a nice mustache and a big meat. You said yeah, that. That's, that's I didn't say it. Told me. That's what Dan said. Yes. And I, like, 
yeah, I'm, I wear mustaches. And he's oh. acting like he's not a diehard uh, Commanders fan. He just you heard that. You said I it. got off that narcotic a long time ago when I had a hairline. Still, I have no he's emotion good. over that organization. Jason Campbell was your homie, man. So it was a uh, what was his name? Brandon Banks. I don't remember that guy. Yeah, Jason Campbell. Nah. Steven Davis was was. Your... I couldn't even lie. Normally, I like black quarterbacks. Jason Campbell didn't do nothing for me. I wasn't Steven. Steven Davis was your favorite player. He was a cool power running back. I like power running backs. I didn't really mind him. He was. Yeah, cool. he was a fumble rooski, and then he left you guys. Oh, he was. Hell yeah! Then then he left you guys, and then went to the Super Bowl with the Panthers, like everybody They're else. They're a better organization. He lost though, right? So that's good. Shout out Tom Brady. The Jesus Christ of the NFL, seven rings. We're going to talk about that one day to go to football. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about I'm the hater. This boy's going to be hating on that. He hates, I mean, you heard it again. He hated on everything. He talked about colors, upset. Yeah, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Before we did. Yeah, I mean, just don't bring the jerseys up around me. Like, just, just, I don't feel like going into it again. Colors hurt his feelings. He's Jamal. I'm Dan. Fonts hurt my feelings. Yeah, those as well. Stupid W's on your goddamn forehead. Washington football team don't move to Virginia or something's going to happen bad. Go Ravens. Flock, baby. Yeah, flock. Lamar Jackson, it was fun watching you, brother. You'll never be the same. He got two shout outs on Kodak's album. Peace. Yeah, we out. Lamar Jackson. Take the money. We out. Hallelujah. Holla back.